Valve threatens popular erotic games on Steam with takedown warnings. <laughs> we'll add that to the news. Mm-hmm. We got we got some I stuff to get this through. is not that kind of podcast, but no, it's it's definitely that kind of podcast. quite like to speed it up and put like a gabba beat like it's just really like really fast it's almost got a gabba beat it has isn't it (laughs) so i mean when do i come in you sort of already have yeah i suppose so (laughs) i I can't i can't talk over it i'm i'm watching the video too much hang on okay right hang on i'll i'll I'll, oh there you go Hello and welcome to this week's Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Um, we tried to decide what we're going to do tonight uh, at last minute, so I think we're just going to talk about what we've been up to and then go through some news. How does that sound, guys? Sounds awesome. Uh, we are joined by Russ. Russ, how are you? Hello. I'm okay, thank you. I said hello. That's not the answer to how are you, but I'm fine. Hello. How are you? Okay. We had a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and Duncan, how are you? Uh yeah, I'm a bit tired, but I'm all right. We had a, a, a bit of a drive up yesterday after seeing your beautiful faces uh, over a very tiring weekend. I recovered dutifully and brilliantly on Sunday because there was basically a four-year-old running around and tug. Hang on, dragging me everywhere. I was about to say tugging me everywhere, but that is just the wrong thing. So wow. I was trying to have a nap in the garden and. Uh, our friend's son was just leave, like, Duncan, leave, leave, leave can you come Duncan do this? He's like, pissed himself. <laughs> yeah, censored myself. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway. Go, go and play um, with Uncle Duncan. He's hugely hungover. <laughs> on Sunday. And then yesterday I was fine. Good. And we had a nice long drive. Hangover and then today Sunday was house-related gubbins and then a drive back up to sunny Easdale. We, I mean, yeah, we were all a bit of a state on Sunday morning. We, uh, <laughs> to pull the curtain back a bit, we'd went to a wedding. Um, and usually we're seasoned pros at weddings, but there's been a, been a gap, hasn't there? And this was like the first one in, in, in a little while. There's been a gap, and also yeah. we're all sort of sleep-deprived and out of drinking practice now. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it was slightly slight carnage, but excellent carnage. I'm, I, I was going to say that there was also various nasty sweet sours uh on the table so there was quite a lot of mixing of drinks mm-hmm. well i mixed quite a few different drinks so this yeah. is probably why i was not in good condition on sunday morning no i, I felt better but we discovered that if you mix red <clears throat> and purple sours together it goes clear that was weird wasn't it it's very weird <laughs> slightly concerning yeah oh. it was the green and purple it turned a really mysterious gray yeah that was the way it was green and purple wasn't it because we eventually smuggled some green sours. No one cares about this, do they? I cared. I cared. That's the important thing. Put the Dougie song back on. Let's, let's just listen to that repeatedly for an hour. That'll do it. <laughs> um, no Tom tonight. He will be back uh, when we release next week's podcast, which is looking more and more like it will be a Star Wars-centric affair. Mm-hmm. But we thought we'd just catch up with you this week. How are you doing, guys? Thanks for tuning in. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it either. So we're going to go through what we've been watching, what we've been playing. What we've been playing might not take much time by the sounds of things because uh, for me it's one word and for us... I've made some progress on my to-do list of games. I've got them organised. I I think the only way that I'm going to be able to get much decent gaming in is if I get like a Surface Pro or something that can stream from the Xbox so I can lie in bed, have it on the floor... Does the if you're streaming, does the controller have to be able to talk to the Xbox, or does it just have to be able to connect to what you're watching the game on? I think it's either. Okay, I don't know if a controller would reach where the Xbox is. I've got a friend, and I'm not going to name names, but if he listens to this, which I'd be very surprised if he does, because you know most people don't. Um, if he listens to this, uh, he'll be mortified that I've told this story, but I'm not going to mention his name. Um, it, he had Stuart. No, Kevin. No, John. Andrew. Dave. No, Phil. Do no. we know him? Uh, I'll follow you. Can't you? You know him, Duncan. <laughs> oh, but, is it Crazy Tex? <laughs> crazy Tex. There we go. Probably. Yeah. Uh, he had. Um. He he had that set up himself in mm. his bed. Except he had like one of these. Uh, you can't see what I'm doing, but we've got these like pop filter stands, and there's just basically these long arms that come round with the pop filter on in front of the microphones. Mm-hmm. And he had one that held the tablet in place. So nice. he could just sit and just like in bed, just play on his his Xbox mm. with his little controller. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Fun story, isn't it? <laughs> I have to do that. I was yeah. You can't, you can't do it to an iPad. It's got to be a Windows Ten device. So the the talk is, you know, this is vaguely news. It'll do. Um, the talk is that there will be release of an app that's going to let you be able to do it to an iPad. Yeah, my iPad's like seven years old now, so I don't think it'll be able to cope with it. I think most most people's iPads is like seven years old, though, aren't they? Like, <laughs> no one's got a new one. Yeah, but like, I, I, it's only streaming, isn't it? It's not mm. actually doing any processing. Maybe it would work. Mm. Fun times ahead, though, potentially. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go through this. In who who wants to kick us off with what they've been up to? Excellent. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Dan, why don't you kick us <laughs> off? <laughs> Apparently, I will. Um, so. Uh, incredibly hungover the other day after the wedding, I started watching a TV series that you recommended to me ages ago, Russ. People just do nothing. Yay. It is amazing. It's so good. It's so funny. Like, but at the same time, it's funny whilst being so close to very believable. It is quite. I mean, like, yeah, we've all met people a little bit like that. Yeah, like it's it's a. I would go as far as saying that if anything was a modern day Spinal Tap. That might be it. Yeah. Um, very, very enjoyable. Really, really funny. Uh, but yeah, so I lost most of Sunday to that, basically. Yeah. I really like um Beats's girlfriend, Roche. <laughs> Roche, yeah. Who just is the only one that can just see what a bunch of complete pillocks they all are. But you get the feeling <laughs> decoy can as well. Like decoys in yeah. in the group. And you get the feeling like Uncle Decoy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you get the feeling that he he's work, he, he seems more self aware than the rest of them do. Yeah, because um, Steve's is off his face all the time. <laughs> I love these, I love Steve's nan. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and Beats is is just like wants to do whatever Grinder wants to do, and Grinder's just he's like he's almost like Michael Scott in how delusional he is. 
Yeah, it can, it can be quite officey. Yeah. Ch- Chapati G reminds me of David Brent quite a lot. Chapati G is amazing. Like, he's just sort of this pathetic guy that just wants to be loved and useful. Yeah. But is completely, completely... He, he's one of the funniest characters, though. Oh, totally, yeah. He just doesn't put any money into anything. He just, like, half artists everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> His internet cafe, which is just a, what would you do if you're rich? I'd get I'd get a double, double two floored crate. <laughs> he lives in like a trailer, basically, doesn't he? But not like a like a trailer park trailer, but like an actual like just like a, like yeah. a porter cabin type thing. He said he'd get a two floor porter cabin. So yeah, he's great, and it was him that made me want to watch it because he's on Taskmaster, Taskmaster at the moment. Yeah, which is another thing I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah, Taskmaster this year. I'm not loving it as much as previous ones. No, well, I think last year was the pinnacle. Mm. Bob Mortimer sh- shouting at the top of his voice, "Rosalind, you're a fucking nightmare." <laughs> just, just, just is is the pinnacle of 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 how and and you know, <laughs> do I strike her? And um, I'm not going to film myself having a poo <laughs> and filling the water bo- filling the water balloon up with piss. <laughs> Bob Mortimer just yeah stole the show for me, and like and then I went back and watched all the other series, and they were all hilarious. But this series just, I mean, all the others they've all had someone that I'm like really really fond of yeah. in them, or multiple people. But this one doesn't really. No, that's, that's Russell Howard maybe. Yeah, Russell, but even Russell Howard's not. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, just, it doesn't seem to have quite the same chemistry as other ones. Yeah, still very funny. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still a very funny show. It's mm-hmm. one of my favourite shows. You're absolutely right. It's, it's amazing. And leading on to that, I watched the Greg Davis stand up as well. Oh, that is good. Have you watched it? The new Mag- one, you magnificent beast. One. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that yet. No. It's it got. I don't want to give anything away Netflix. because there's a moment in it that you'll be on the floor laughing. I think about his teddy bear, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know something's going to happen. Like all the way through, but still, when it happens, it's still funnier than you ever expected. Yeah, I think you all like it, Duncan. Yeah, it, it's really, really funny. Um, other than is that, that on Netflix? Then, yeah, it's, on, it's a Netflix special. That is on Netflix. Mm. Yeah, it was. I mean, he did it at the Edinburgh Festival. So yeah. Like, um, his, what was his? Like, there was one called "Firing Cheese Balls at a Dog." <laughs> yeah, in the back of my back mom's of my mum's head. head. Back of my mum's head is my favourite. <laughs> That's got the um, one where he's talking to the teacher about. What to do at the end of the term? And the teacher asks, "What, what should I do?" And he says, "Yes, I'm a film or something." And he's and uh, <laughs> he, so the next day he comes in, he goes to the kids and he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "What did you show them?" Teacher, teacher showed him The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, watch that. Watch Riverdale, obviously up Awful. to date. Obviously, season one and season two, mm-hmm. bang both of them out, easy. I, I could not watch it to be fair. I'm obsessed with Riverdale. Team Buckhead. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> what else have I done? I have watched Ragnarok again. Naturally. Naturally, it was a day. <laughs> Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. I, uh, I know it's been a couple of podcasts since yeah. we've done a whole half an hour of Korg quotes, but yeah. I still think it should be... We'll just hold off for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're on a strict Marvel ban, really, aren't we, at the moment? Yeah. We did Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> We've done ten, that. Ten episodes in a row. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? So, playing, I played The Witcher. 
more of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a surprise. So I, I um, well, you disgruntled that you couldn't stroke the cats or something. Yeah, so like the cats are in it. There was a great article on Kotaku. Kotaku have been knocking out of the park recently. Like Polygon can fuck off, but Kotaku have been nailing it. Polygon are really. I don't give yeah. a microscopic shit yeah. about the difficulties that YouTubers are having. <laughs> I don't want to hear about Polly. Polly can fuck off. Polly? I, I don't care. I don't care. It makes me so annoyed. What's Polly? Something stupid on YouTube. Oh, okay. It's so fucking pointless. Nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. No. Are they just a bunch of whingy arse hats? Yeah, so, I mean, I appreciate that I've just been whinging about them. <laughs> so, but, but, Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, whingy maybe Stop not, it. but are they this kind of like incessant little whiny thing? Me, me. I don't know. I've never, I've never actually watched any of it. So Polygon uh, repeatedly put articles up about um, how much they hate Ready Player One. Yeah. Like, repeatedly. They must have put about five or six articles going, well, this is another reason why it's not good, because I'm a gamer and I know about games, and it's not doing that. Yeah. And like to the point where everyone was talking about Infinity War the week it came out, right? Every website who, who had an inkling of, of, of how to, to get people to read their articles put something up about Infinity War, right? And they basically put another an article up just going, and another thing about Ready Player One. It's like, <laughs> no one cares anymore. We've stopped watching that. We've got Infinity War now. Talk about that. So, yeah. yeah. I used to call it, it's just, there's so many of their articles are just designed to get clicks on the site. Yeah, it's designed Which, to know, make people like day, me irate. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that is how they make their money. So yeah. it's sort of fair enough, but they used to actually have some quite good um, features and things. They used to, but now it's just, they've got some really bad writers. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I been doing? Whinging about polygons completely throwing me off. Yeah, played a lot of Witcher, finished the campaign. You're welcome, guys. Um, and, well done, Dan. Yeah, and and then I stopped. How, how's your Gwent deck? The Gwent okay. deck is solid, to say the least. <laughs> um, I stopped playing, intentionally stopped playing, so I could go and play uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, mm-hmm. which looks like no other game I've ever played. It's stunning. Played a good half an hour of that, which was nice. And then I um, I thought, I'll play some Far Cry 5. I've got Far Cry 5. It's the game that's right on my street. It looks like Red State the game, mm-hmm. which is is perfect for me. That's exactly what I want. Played a good two hours of that. And then I thought, I'll just start the Witcher DLC. <laughs> so that's been my life since then. I've, I, and I'm doing the one that everyone says is rubbish and really enjoying it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm maybe a little bit obsessed with the Witcher still. That's just a little bit. Um, I've been watching other stuff as well, but for the life of me... Oh, Critical Role podcast. That's my other obsession. I banged through 115 four-hour episodes. Uh, I literally don't know how you've been able to do that. I, I, I don't know either. <laughs> and now I'm, I've done Series 2 pretty much. I'm one episode away from being caught up. Are you listening to them like at once? Like that thing where people have put every episode of Friends at the same time <laughs> no you just get this horrifying so, sort on, of are you watching drone. it or are you listening to it um if i'm at home i watch it if i'm in my car or at work i'll listen to it unbelievable yeah it's so good though it is it's such a great idea get a bunch of voice actors to uh, basically do improv storytelling to to D. it's it's incredible <laughs> 
it's well worth a listen. Mm-hmm. You don't believe me, do you? I, I believe you, but <laughs> yeah. like, I am struggling to keep up with podcasts as it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's no way. Like this, this is why I don't listen to WTF. Like I subscribe yeah. to it, and there's four thousand episodes, and it just gives me a heart attack. And I it, de- it's de- like subscribe. the reason that I don't listen to every Joe Rogan podcast. For starters, I think he's a bit of a dickhead. Mm. Secondly. Um, I'll only listen to the ones where he's got someone interesting on, like Tom DeLong talking about aliens. Fuck yes, I'll listen to that. Um, no, I've already, I've already had to cut back my uh, my subscriptions. Oh really? Yeah, I, I, I think it's because I don't have a long enough like commute. Yeah. So I can only get, like, it only takes about twenty minutes to get to work, and that is basically the only podcast listening time I have. Yeah, fair enough. I um like taking the baby out for a walk or something. I I'm I've got six episodes of uh, last podcast on the left to listen to, Duncan. That's how far behind. Have you? Yeah. So I'm really. You are quite far behind. I I churn my way through podcasts because, funnily enough, a drive down to Glasgow takes well to Emma's takes three hours. So I need at least two podcasts to get me down. So I I mean, like delivering seaweed the other day, I went through three podcasts. I yeah, I'm up. I've got the latest podcast on the left, and they've started doing sideshow or whatever, uh, side stories, which is pretty good. It's a nice 40-minute or half-an-hour type thing. Um, I listen to Wine and Crime. There's a BBC World Service with a Norwegian radio service called um, Death in Ice Valley, which is really interesting. It's really good. I highly recommend that. And um, No Such Thing as a Fish. And then In Our Time podcast is pretty worth it. There's Our Fake History. Yeah, I, I, I churn my way through and sometimes I actually run out and I have to go and find a new podcast. Do you know what? Podcasts, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. a podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, I do, I do listen. To, I've started, <laughs> I've found a new one. It's a really good one. It's part of the... TMTOOH uh, Empire is called Theatrical Cuts. I can highly oh, I recommend it. It's very good. It's very entertaining. You did enjoy it. Um, yeah. It, <laughs> we, we, it, it we, was an education. I <clears throat> didn't know some of these films. <clears throat> I am surprised Valerian didn't make the top. I don't understand. Oh, I'm going to get angry. Um, I don't understand how Rogue One made it. And obviously, no one bothered watching Valerian because they knew it would be ball-suckingly i mean it's not you wouldn't even suck balls i mean it doesn't even suck balls it, it would it would miss the balls to suck it was that bad <laughs> oh so how valerian didn't make it but rogue one was the listeners second worst film it's well, like no some people no, no, no rogue one was awesome about that. yeah i'm not being funny but we'll get on to rogue one on the next podcast mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, I'm really tempted another... to rank Star Wars films in the next podcast. I'm really it's like we do with the Marvels. We definitely should. Should we do that? Yeah. The problem, the problem with yeah. like a, a worse films things is that most bad films you don't watch. Yeah. But I've so, definitely watched what... some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drive was on it as well. Some with... people are definitely imbeciles. Yeah, Drive's a great film. Drive is an amazing film. Drive is only bettered by Baby Driver when that came out. Very different, aren't they? They've both got people driving in them. They do both have people yeah. driving. <laughs> Wearing cool coats. <laughs> Drive just like oozes style yeah. and, and coolness. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Gosling's just... character in that is Sorry, really to... similar to his character in uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. I, I would happily like watch Ryan Gosling's character in Drive just sort of sitting back in a chair lit by a few neon signs. Yeah. Maybe drinking a whiskey for two hours. 
Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing, I mean, they've, done, they've just released a new podcast, which is a two-parter on their favorite TV characters. Oh, excellent. And so they split it into um, part one, which I've just put up, is um, favorite drama characters. Let's, we might as well, do, I was going to do this at the end, but we might as well do it now. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite dr- character in a drama? Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Zero preparation. No, nah, okay. Just who do you like then? Just in someone. a drama. Yeah. Uh, like Sarah a... Lund. Yeah. Um, who? What's that from? From The Killing. I don't watch The Killing. I never watched The Killing. Well, it's very good. Is it? It's better than Drive. Good Scandi drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sarah Lund is your favourite like drama character. If if you ask me with four seconds worth of preparation time, <laughs> then yeah, she's really good. <laughs> Okay, uh, Duncan. Who 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 do you like in TV dramas? They, they that's the 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 latest thing they've covered. Who do I like? I know yeah. I was uh, I was actually trying to think about it. I mean, what's just recently started mm-hmm. again as uh, a new series is Friday Night Dinner, and I that's not, not a drama. drama. <laughs> that's not a drama, is it? No. Um, yeah. The dad okay. in that. Well, is I have been trying. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched a drama on regular tv for a while oh um i did watch um oh okay that jk rowling adapts oh strike uh, tv i mean drama could be anything by the way no we can't could be the wire yeah that's clearly well i did also what i was watching the started watching the alienist oh is it good it's weird yeah Yeah, i quite fancy that i wasn't sure but the guy who plays the investigator is that Daniel Bruhl? Who is? Mm. Yeah, yeah, he is great, and yeah. he's a good guy in it, which is weird because he's so often kind of like the antagonist. But in this, he's he's pretty cool. So, um, I mean, quite like him. The other That's one, their current drama. The other one they did was their favorite female character in TV. Uh, well, and Peggy from Mad Men is is pretty awesome. That's a good choice. Um, like she's in all of TV. Yeah. Yeah, that is it's, it's pretty so broad. Many. <laughs> Tina Fey in pretty much anything. Oh my god, Tina Fey in pretty much everything. You're right. Um, Leslie Captain Noakes Greg up there actually, as well. Yeah. See, we should probably actually think about these things. You're a Rachel, maybe. You're a Rachel. You're out of out of friends. Yeah, and I stand by this. Yeah, Rachel's not the funniest character. Yeah, but Jennifer Aniston is the best comic actor. I agree. That's... She, she is the best natural comic out of the bunch of them. Who's? I mean, let's let's limit this. Who's your favorite Friends characters then? Favorite Friends yeah. character, probably Rachel and Joey. But yeah. not together. That was a huge <laughs> mistake and smacked of late series desperation. Nobody uh, wanted to see that. No, nah, it just wanted a different dynamic, didn't they? It didn't work. I hated it. Um, my favorite character, yeah, female character, yeah, and. I share this with Emma because we do quote her quite a lot. Is Sue White in Green Wing, <laughs> who's played by choice. Michelle Gomez, yeah. who was also an excellent villain in Doctor Who. Yeah, but Sue White is the funniest thing in. I'm just gonna. I can't. Sorry, she's very weird, <laughs> isn't she? Anyway, she is very weird. But I mean, I just love Green Wing, so you know. I'm just going to say that is probably one of my favourites. And it's also got Olivia Coleman, mm-hmm. who is really good in it. Um, and Olivia someone Coleman else we were talking anything, about is Stephen Mangan. 
Yeah. Who actually has been really good with the split and Bliss. Well, I think. watching the split. I think it's awful. Oh, really? I'm, I don't know anything about it. It's just one of those glossy BBC dramas that mm. seems not remotely realistic. Well, because you guys asked, uh, I really like. Um, God, what's her name in Penny Dreadful? Uh, Eva Green's character. Uh, Vanessa Ives. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does um, upstanding Victorian lady uh, whilst being possessed very, very well. And I think that takes some doing because she looks genuinely terrifying when she's <laughs> possessed. And for me to, to find Eva Green terrifying rather than wanting to give her a hug is, is, is hard going. She's an amazing actress, Eva mm. Green, and she does that so well. It's amazing they got her in there. Uh, and a favourite drama actor, uh, character, uh, maybe Stringer Bell from The Wire. Not Shatner. Not Shatner. Oh, maybe anyone from Star Trek and The Next Generation as well. Yeah. Like, they're all good. They're all, they'll do. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, just quickly, before, before... So, yeah, sorry. Listen to the Theatrical Cut podcast. They are going through TV characters. Next week is Comebacks, which should be quite exciting. Mm. So they're doing like the likes of think John Travolta in Pop Fiction, that kind of thing. But, yeah. um, other things I watched, I went to A Quiet Place. Oh, good. It's amazing. Yeah. Really, really liked it. There, I have never pulled so many funny faces in the cinema as when I watched that <laughs> film. Um, just wanting to shrink into my seat the whole time. It's so good, though. Mm-hmm. Really, really enjoyed that. And I mean, I think that's about it. I need to play Witcher. <laughs> Russ, w- what have you been up to? Hey, Dougie, obviously. That's why we opened with. <laughs> yeah, the, so. Uh, Possessed of a small toddler. Yeah, I've been exposed to a fair bit of CBB stuff. So, you know, a bit of Baby Jake, a bit of Twirly Woos, a uh, bit of Ra Ra. Ra Ra's quite good. And <laughs> you sound like a rank. weird drug dealer. Want some Ra Ra? Want some Ra Twirly Woos? Oh, just, you? Just Come quickly, on, whilst we're on drug dealers. Whilst we're on drug dealers. <laughs> whilst we're on drug dealers or, drug, or drugs, um, it's in um, Riverdale. The drug in Riverdale is called Jingle Jangle. <laughs> 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 and uh, oh, that's awful. What, what, and there's a great there's a bit where there's just genuinely like dead serious moment because what happened to him he OD'd on Jingle Jangle <laughs> that sounds like he, did, he had too much Christmas eggnog or something <laughs> so the drug called Jingle Jangle you've got Papa Poutine it is just full of amazing names it the writers sounds stupid the writers are having a great time I think <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Uh, yeah, Ra Ra is good because it's voiced. It, it's, it's you got any Ra Ra? Narrated by Lorraine Kelly, which oh, is really? quite soothing. Um, but yeah, no. Recently, we've been getting into Hey Dougie, which is fucking brilliant. And like the episodes <laughs> are about five minutes long. Just go and watch one. You don't need to have a kid. They're really enjoyable. Really, <laughs> genuinely. I might be losing my mind a little bit. <laughs> They do produce um, trippy tunes. I've watched one or two of these at sort of 5.30 in the morning. But um, yeah, they are absolutely <laughs> excellent. Personal highlight, Dougie and the Stick Badge. And I think that like, it's got a bit of a cult following. Was that the song? That was that was, that was the, the song, song yeah. that we were... But is it like the first half of the episode is just a fairly normal thing about them building a campfire and looking for the right types of wood? And then it turns into this techno masterpiece at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it is brilliant. I I mean, there's like sixty episodes. 
and they're all they're all really good. Uh, I can't lie, that song's stuck in my head. So. Favorite characters: Dougie, obviously, Rolly, and uh, Happy. But also, like, to get serious for a moment, it's actually got some like some quite good positive sort of social messages in it. Like one of the one of the the little animals is adopted. Mm-hmm. He's a crocodile, but his his parent is an elephant. But they never they don't sort of make a big deal of it. It's just sort of how it is. Um, one of them one of them uh, goes in the bus to pick them up from Squirrel Club rather than having their own car. Squirrel Club. Uh, there's some gay crabs in it called Mr. Crab and Mr. Crab. Not on my watch. You're not watching that, son. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been watching a disgusting amount of Hey Dougie. Sometimes with my son. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that they don't make it really realistic because crabs are incredibly violent and cannibalistic. So it would just get really dark very quickly. Yeah, Thanks, funny that they, they gave that a miss on the kids' TV show, apparently. <laughs> uh, apart from that, I'm sort of, uh, well, I'm, I've am i got three episodes left of the current series of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I had a small heart attack when I thought might be the last three episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So let's, let's talk about this now, mm-hmm. because we, we talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine pretty much on a weekly basis on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, that came out of nowhere, that cancellation. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to get one more series. That's all it needs. Yeah. You know, it's it feels like it's coming to a close. Jake yeah. and Amy are getting married. Uh, Holt's going to become commissioner. Mm. You know, it, it feels like it could reach a natural conclusion, but yeah. they need a wrapping up series. Yeah. If they get more, fucking brilliant. I'll take as much Brooklyn Nine-Nine as you could shovel at me. But it's so watchable. It just has to get. A, it, it just has to be given. It deserves one series to to wrap things up. Mm. Yeah, apparently it wasn't getting huge numbers, but it's so good. It's, it's so popular mm. over here. I think it's 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 popular, but it's not like mass appeal three camera traditional sitcom popular it's not big bang theory no no it's, it's, it's pumped yeah. out on e4 uh, i mean not that i watch e4. I, I watch e4 yeah, the, the numbers uh, here don't make any difference they, they're irrelevant so it's it's getting cancelled or not it's, it's the numbers in the u.s that mm. matter Ooh. it doesn't really matter how many people watch it here because they just sell it to e4 but it was picked up so. it was yes so picked up by another bit of fox wasn't mm. it so it's gone from universal to fox yeah, it sounds like a bit of bullshit trading to me, but yeah. Oh, it's, I bet it's an accountancy thing. Yeah, don't know, maybe. But um, you know, people like Netflix were circling and things like that. Although like, it could end up going on to like fucking Hulu, you know, be able to actually see it. Because the other one that was uh, cancelled was The Expanse, which I'd only just finished watching, <laughs> which is fucking brilliant. Yeah, I keep it, hearing people go on about that. It's Battlestar Galactica meets Firefly. Yeah, it is amazing. Ooh. So. Um, the fans were so irate about that, and it's on my news, but we're probably not going to get to news at this rate. Um, it, it, they uh, hired a plane with a with a, a tail banner to uh, to uh, fly over Fox's studios, basically mm-hmm. asking them why they cancelled The Expanse. Well, I don't care about those people because I don't watch The Expanse, but Brooklyn Nine Nine that was my Firefly because I never. I'd only, I only saw Firefly mm. after it had been cancelled. So, you know, I knew it. I knew that there was only that much of it when I started yeah. watching it. So, you know, it sucks that there are only that many episodes, but I didn't have the, the heartbreak of it being cancelled while I'd, it was on. I know. I think Arrested Development might have been up there as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, but um, Arrested Development needs one more series because it, it it's mm. so rushed. The last half of the the final. Well, it's not there. There is another two series now. Yeah. Which I need to watch the remixed version of series. Apparently, four. it's much better. Yeah, because it it just didn't have the magic. No. So I need to watch that before series five comes out. But anyway, yay, Brooklyn Nine Nine saved. Yep. At least one, one series. Uh, we're talking a bit of Scandi thrillers earlier. We watched the first episode of The Bridge last night, which is merely six or seven years old now. So we've got a finger on the pulse of the Scandi. I get thriller confused market. between The Bridge and The Tunnel. Well, there's two called The Bridge as well. Yeah. So there's the, the we're watching the original one, the the Danish and Swedish one. Yeah. Subtitles when you're this sleep deprived, really difficult. <laughs> um, I always thought Danish. Well, Danish sometimes really is similar to... I mean, Bill Bailey did a brilliant sketch uh, where yeah, you're it, watching it. It sounds similar to English, oh, but it doesn't they sound similar suddenly to sound like speaking English. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it sounds... I understand what you're saying. It does sound sometimes like <laughs> Would they're you saying like English a coffee? Words, not what the... what they're intending to. In this, what they're actually saying was the corpse has been frozen for three weeks or yeah. something. And yeah, you're hearing Kooky Schmirkenbergenberg. So it's, they're not just saying Kooky Schmirkenbergenbergenbergen. No. It's quite interesting because obviously it's in Denmark and Sweden and mm. you can read like the difference between, you can tell the difference between Danish and Swedish. They're mm. very different sounding languages. Mm. Um, and there's those of like jokes that Danish yeah, people make about Swedish people and vice versa, which I just don't get at all. <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, it's really so. Like we we really love the killing, um, and we'll we'll be playing through that. But yeah, there's there's been shitloads of remakes of that. There's a, mm. a British French one where the body's found in the middle of the tunnel. That's, that the is the tunnel, tunnel, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, know. so the bridge, the tunnel is a version of the bridge. Yeah, there's another one called the bridge, which is set on mm. the bridge between um, uh, the US and Mexico. Ah, and like that one apparently is really good because it's all like sort of about like. Um, immigration mm. and things like that so they're all they're, they're all they're all the same idea body found on border between two countries and the cops have to team up to solve it quick question go for it are they playing dungeon dragons in it not that i've noticed but uh, i'm only on the first episode so far probably i'll watch today. it then yeah, yeah. yeah so i'm the really bridge is based on the big bridge that's between copenhagen and mimi or isn't Malmo, it as normal people call it no mimi yeah that's, that's how they mimi <laughs> when i say normal people i mean english people Normal people. Normal people. Normal people that don't like the gay crabs. Yeah. The, uh, oh, what's it called? The oh, okay, the big bridge. Yeah. It's quite cool. Like the the the, the killer makes like all the lights go out on the bridge, mm. and, and they leave the, the body there. I watched they... a couple of episodes of the tunnel, mm. and that was really good. Mm. So I should watch the other things. I should just watch all the Scandi dramas. Scandi. Oh, There's too bloody many of them. The Nordic noirs. Also, like it because it's quite old mm. now. Like it feels a little bit uh, like it almost feels like a piss take of Scandi Noirs because mm. it's so one of those. Yeah. Like there's basically no natural light in it, and everyone just sits around smoking and looking moody all the time. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm that some point. really enjoying that. Uh, we were talking about podcasts yes. a minute ago, so I've just finished listening to the Butterfly Effect. Okay, which is amazing. Oh really? Main reason I really like it. It's a fixed number of episodes. There's like seven episodes and there'll never be any more. So I could actually manage it. But it's, it's, it is fascinating. Uh, it's John Ronson, who is a just 
yeah brilliant and and tends to be sort of incredibly fascinating in anything he does and it is a sort of an exploration of the impact that Pornhub starting up has has had on on all sorts of things like you know society and children growing up and the old porn industry in in California um so it's sort of it, it the idea is that like it's this this huge thing happened this guy created a, a site that streamed porn for free and it's following Never all the of effects it. and the consequences <laughs> of that. Uh, and yeah, it, it is it is incredible. Like the 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 impact that that being set up had. It's it's utterly transformed the old school hmm. porn industry. Um, and like it, it's had genuinely a huge impact on on people's lives. So like the the people working in porn once you're they all find it really difficult to get work between the ages of about sort of 20 and 35. Because if you can't play a teen or a MILF, there's no work for you anymore. Mm. Because all the, everything that's produced is driven by the data metrics that come from places like Pornhub and the keywords that people click on. And all that is completely what defines what happens. And they they can never make any money out of anything. So there's all these people that are sort of getting ready to retire, and then this happened and basically wiped out their savings because they couldn't sell anything anymore because it all ended up on the internet for free in two minutes. And just like the way the the money moved from one place to another, mm. and it's all tied up with things like Ashley Madison, and there's been like the the data leak that that had and the impacts that that had. It's, it's a really fascinating series. Each each episode sort of looks at one impact that this thing had and kind of follows it follows it from there you know what russ i'm adding it to my list because it does look really really interesting it's absolutely yeah. fascinating um i am actually downloading the episode one now yeah, yeah. it's really, really good. a pretty bad idea better cancel that because it's going to affect the internet also one that i am <laughs> intending to i haven't started listening to it yet but my wife is hugely into it and it just won three awards at the british podcast awards is Griefcast, which is carrie ad lloyd's um, podcast where basically she interviews people about deaths that they've experienced and the impact of it. Matt, I've heard about this one as well. Yeah. Um, so she's a comedian that I've, I've sort of always really liked. Mm. Um, but like she's always done sort of, she, she's an amazing uh, improv actor. She's in um, Murder and Successful a lot, mm. which is just about one of the funniest things that's ever existed. Yeah. Is she um, on Critical Role? I, I don't believe so. She might be because she'd be quite good at improving like an elf or something. She should be on Critical Role. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I intend to start. Oh, it does sound like it can be hugely upsetting. Yeah, it sounds like something that I'm. I'm talking as someone who listens to a lot of murder podcasts. It sounds like something I'm going to need to be in the right mood to listen to. Yeah, which is. But then it sounds like something that would almost be. There's who's the guy that does it in America as well that did something similar, where he talks about how he got over the death of his mum. Basically, mm. and the whole, the whole first season is Duncan Trestle. I know the one. You mean. Yeah, yeah. I can't and it's, it's the whole first series, it won loads of awards. It talks about the whole uh, him um, just getting over the death of his mum, mm. basically. Yeah, something. This is, yeah. This is sort of something similar. She talks to a different person every week. Mm. Um, so yeah, I can't really recommend it because I haven't actually listened to it yet. But my wife thinks it's amazing. I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna start listening to it. Uh, that's probably about it. Oh, we watched. Uh, we finally got around to watching Wonder Woman. It's really good. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. So, 
now you you see that how ridiculous it would have been to take the no man's land scene out of it. Yeah, it is literally the coolest bit in the film. Yeah. Hmm. And they wanted to take out, they didn't get it. Wonder Woman striding striding over no man's land. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like that's the moment when she goes from being just Diana of Themith Lilith yeah. to being a superhero. Yeah. That's when she picks up the mantle of protecting humanity. Yeah. She makes that decision to get up there and, and do that. Like it, it's literally the like the focal point, the tipping point of her character. It's the most important scene in the film. Yeah, it's the centre point of her arc. <laughs> I just want to put it in there. Yeah. Uh, ditch the walking bit. Yeah. Have we got any like anything that would be like a cool music video yeah. instead? Just see, shove that in there, big. Yeah. Could yeah. Uh, yeah, make a costume a bit shorter as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these things go. Is there any way we could... Uh, if, is she going to get a tits out at any point? Nah. Uh, no, we'll bother them. So yeah, that was very good. Uh, question. Mm-hmm. Who thought... Steve Trevor was yeah. a good name. <laughs> I know, for a right? Leading man. <laughs> Steve Trevor is yeah. Steve Trevor. It's better than Trevor Steve, <laughs> but it's worse than just just about any other. I uh, we might. Name. I'll tell you what. Add add this to whatever. Whenever we next do searching questions, we'll come up with a list of the worst named like people in comics and, and TV and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. Steve Trevor is <laughs> up there with Chev Chelios. Oh, but Chev Chelios is so bad it goes around the other side and comes back to being incredible. Where's he meant to be from? I don't know. He doesn't know. Well, at the start, he sounds like he's from America, but by the end, he's definitely a cop, mate. Yeah. And his mum's Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> oh, my God. We should totally do that as a um, commentary track. It's almost not a film. Crap. No, it doesn't it's, make any sense. It's just a direct assault on your skull. <laughs> it's, it's not a film. It's, it's a state of you mind. talked about it in Searching Questions... You talked about it in Searching Questions 3 and you said exactly the same thing. We've got to do a commentary track about it. I don't think, I don't think you can. Because <laughs> I think it should be, what? What? I, I, what? Is that, what? <laughs> also, it's very hard to do commentary over a song where, over a, a film where there is no let up in the soundtrack. It doesn't slow down at all. Like, no. Every, <laughs> everything is turned up to 11 at all times. Still the best moment is when he shoves the shotgun up the guy's bum and says, you can keep that. <laughs> <laughs> I think theatrical cut of their one of the things they've got in their hats when they're pulling them out is Jason Statham, and I've already bagged it being the third person on that one. <laughs> so, so I can sit and talk about the Stath because you know me, love Jason Statham as we all do. We need to sit and watch um, Fast and Furious Eight at some point. Yeah, have you seen it? No, you? Yes. Is it good? It's Fast and Furious good, <laughs> which is not the same thing as good. In uh, if you like Fast and Furious movies, it is very fast and very furious. <laughs> oh, okay, well that's that's all I need um, to know about that. Then, yeah, it is it is it is very good. Cool, we give that a watch. Uh, then. Yeah, so there's some sort of character arcs in it that make fuckles. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll. Come over and watch that with you guys at some point. Mm-hmm. Then I think. We'll have a safe night. Nice. Cool. Um, anything else, Russ? No, I think that's literally been the sum total of my uh, cultural intake for the last That's very of nice. It's good. It's not just Hey Dougie, so, you know. It's not just Hey Dougie. Yeah. Oh, listen yeah. to the new Janelle Monáe album a lot. That is amazing. It's so good, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. I've been listening to that a lot as well. It's it's very, very good. Yes. Yes. We, we are well obsessed. Mm. I say we both. Um, 
the way uh, you make me feel it's been on a playlist mm. and we get quite sexy dancing whilst in the car not both of us dancing together in a sexy, sexy dancing fashion <laughs> but there is it's emma says it it sums up perfectly how she, peter nyongo makes her feel <laughs> and there is a youtube of lupita on stage uh with jamil on that nice and uh, nice. it's quite good yeah. If you see the video for Pink is really good as well. So yes, the, 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 the video for Pink is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Tessa Thompson's in it. Yeah, because they're sort of are they aren't they banging? Aren't they, they? Yeah, that's that's mm. the that's my overwhelming. That's, that's how I know Tessa Thompson outside of Thor Ragnarok. That and the fact that she's going to be in the new uh, Men in Black film with Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Just get some sneaking in some news because I wrote a load of news down. We're not going to get to it. Um, <laughs> we've totally been talking about news I never got around to seeing Men in Black 3 ah, you see, that, you're the lucky three, one yeah. 3 is the time travelling one with Josh Brolin yeah and um, it's got uh, Jermaine from Flight of the Concords in as well yes which should mean it's a good film should mean it's a good film it's not a good film it's, it's a pretty rubbish film in fact yeah. there we go um, Duncan what have you been up to um well, obviously, last week, uh, well, I think on search questions four, I revealed uh, that I've actually been playing a, probably a bit too much Tizzy games <laughs> on the uh, various emulators. I'm totally so going complete... to get into some of those. I reckon a Dizzy game is about the level I could deal with right now. I think that'd be uh, too hard for me. <laughs> well, but also, like, I've got, like, oh, I, the first So addicted. I yeah. used to, I was too young, and I'd get scared and make my dad finish it. So if I can finish the first Dizzy game, you're, you're proper right up. I'm going to like work right. through some real stuff that's been holding me back for the last <laughs> 35 years. That's like how um, I can't get past the Labyrinth Zone on Sonic because I don't want to see him drown. Like That's from when I was a kid. Yeah, I think I would skip Labyrinth Zone yeah. if I was playing it now. Totally. The bit when the the, the camera, oh my god, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill Hedgehog, and he drowns in the most horrific way as well. Yeah, like looking at you. Yeah, right at you. It's, it's horrible. Like How you made me drown. Your children the was forever. Really, and the, like, it's just bits where you just get stuck in those endless water slides for ages, and you get taken right back to the start. And the um the platforms that swung across. Yeah, and then you'd fall back into the water. Whereas the chemical plant zone. In Sonic Two, yeah, also had some really scary water bits. Yeah, like the one where the water's rising and you've got to get lifted up by those blocks that are just going agonisingly just too yeah. slow. Yeah, and but you, that, you'd often like just about make it and then get crushed by a block. But that was still better than the labyrinth zone. For yeah, some labyrinth reason. labyrinth zone was just really frustrating yeah. and scary. Definitely. Sorry, Doug, I can carry on. No, it's alright. Um, it took me a while to get through. Fantasylands, so much so that I sometimes had to maybe look for advice on YouTube and then watch how to actually complete it and then finish the game. So, is, which, is but I, have, first I haven't done I haven't done that on Crystal Kingdom yet. But sorry, Ross, is Fantasyland the first one? No, it's the third. The first one is oh, yeah, I did finish Dizzy, one. and the second one is Treasure Island, and the third one is Fantasyland. Anyway. Uh, so that Treasure Island has is a bit. bitch as well. Mm. Also, Crystal games Kingdom did just used to be had... much harder back then yep. because they were so tiny; they had to be really difficult. Yeah, yeah, but you can still do them in under forty-five minutes. Once you know how, you can absolutely 
burn through yeah. some of them as long as so there's a part a section in because you have to get all the coins in Fantasyland Dizzy, which is called the Amazing Illusion, but there is no way of knowing. Actually, it's just a block of it's a screen of blocks, and some of them are there, and some and yeah, some of them aren't. That. So some of them are solid that you can jump on, but is there is the there is down? no there is the Australia bit as well, which can either has a glitch in it or sometimes it doesn't. Um, and that's a bit confusing, but the amazing illusion can take ages because there are actually really difficult jumps in it where you have to really edge along to the very edge, but you can't see the brick that you're meant to edge to the edge of to mm. actually make a quite a big jump. So it gets that bit's a bit frustrating. Crystal Kingdom Dizzy is a multi-level. It's like you you move to different uh, levels, so there's kind of puzzles all the way through, and actually. You can you this in Crystal Kingdom. You have energy, so you can lose energy before you lose a life. I never um, played that one. That's quite. But amazing, it, it? it is quite bitching hard. Mm. I think uh, we, so, I think we all knew Duncan spent a week edging though. So, uh, cocks. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else? Uh, I've actually well, so I haven't really been playing anything. That's it. Um. I yeah, because my Xbox is I still haven't got an air blowy thing to blast. But now Maplin's shut down, which is actually quite devastating. I'm so upset. Me too. I fucking love to wander around the Maplins. Never bought anything, which is probably part of the problem. Probably, yeah. Well, I actually, well, I think my dad and I must have been. Good place to get disco lights. Well, yeah, my dad used to go in. He always used to say, "I'll just go to Maplin. They'll have it." And I did use. Maplin for going. Oh, I think I need this, and I can't really order it online, so I'll just because it might just not get delivered. So I'll just pick it up in Maplin because they had one in Glasgow, and it, they were quite handy. But anyway, yeah, um, sadly missed. That that was actually going somewhere. I can't really remember. Oh, the air stuff. So I haven't played my Xbox. I haven't got an Xbox One, so I can't really join in with all that fun. I had been trying to do Gears of War three on a really hard level. Mm. Uh, the harder setting and try and get as many of the uh, bonus bits, but then I was going to play Halo 4 again because I really enjoyed that game. Uh, watching, five, uh, said, sure. eight, we tried to do The Alienist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've only got Halo 4, I haven't got Halo 5. Well, do you want an Sorry, Xbox well. One? No. So I can sort you an Xbox One. No, I'm not allowed anything until we move house. But then when, when that happens, though, come see me, yeah. Come see your uncle then. Sort you out. Yeah, I'm going to come and see you. Woof. <laughs> uh, so I was watching quite a lot of working my way through Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've stopped watching for now. I'm on to season... I'm still working through season three. The seasons are bloody long. They're long episodes. So well, I haven't... Yeah. So I was kind of feeling it's getting a bit ridiculous. But I do like how it ties in. I know we're not talking about Marvel... But it, that's that's quite enjoyable. We started watching The Alienist. Um, that's pretty good. Um, it's about serial killer. Of course, of course, uh, it fucking is. Yeah. Anything about a serial killer. Um, Although, actually, do you do you guys watch uh, Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody? Because that's just back on, and it's so good. 
I imagine it's like a lame British version of all these horrendous podcasts you listen to. <laughs> they're not horrendous. <laughs> they're just fascinating. Mm-hmm. By well, the way, I like it. last podcast Coach on the left, the latest, Dennis Nilsson. That'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I downloaded that, but I was just finishing listening to uh, cr- uh, Wine and Crime, yeah. which was detaining. Um, what else watching? Oh, really, we did start watching Kunk on Britain. Emma probably watched more oh, of them, and I so didn't. Oh, that's so good. I need to watch that. It is it's hilarious. Really there are some bits of it which are just so cleverly done, and they just drop in something which is so... Oh, it's just so... It is very good. But it I need to finish wonderful. watching those. Uh, I need to watch all of the Strike series, because I love them. They were so good. Yeah, we watched all of those. They're actually they're, they're pretty good. I, I I look at them and think, oh, that's going to be pants. They're actually good then. It was quite enjoyable. I haven't read the books. Apparently a lot of people who had read the books didn't like the portrayal of the character. They didn't think he looked right. I think he's meant to be really good looking. Hmm. Or is he not meant to be really good looking? I don't know. He looks like a pretty good looking dude. He is a pretty good, yeah. I think he's meant to be a bit ugly. Or like a bit, you know, hmm. like sort of battered and, or whatever. But I, th- I, thought he was, yeah. I thought he was really good. He- yeah, I thought it was very good. Um, Same with like people that people don't like um, Tom Cruise as Reacher because he's yeah. he's meant to be about eight foot tall for a start. But then, like Wolverine's supposed to be five foot three, and Hugh Jackman's six foot six foot three. Yeah, meant yeah. why people say meant to be? What the fuck do you mean he's meant to okay, be? It's a well, made up character. Wolverine is is in the comics and in every other. Form of yeah, no, I, I get he it. He is like, five foot three. Just stretch your minds to the possibility that it's going well, to that's, change. That's me. what I'm saying. It doesn't matter that Tom Cruise is playing someone who's meant to be considerably taller, does it? Really, mm. it's just you know, it's a bit funny. I, I really, no. I, 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 the first Reacher film, mm. <laughs> it's really funny. I'm not, I haven't watched any of them, so it's the first one's pretty good. Oh, oh. Uh, talking of spy kind of things, I haven't seen the Jack Reacher, but we did sit down and watch uh, the modern Man from Uncle. Is it good? Yes. Am it... I just watching it because I fancy everyone in it? Army Hammer, it's... right? Yeah, Army Hammer. Army, his hammer. And um, what's Superman? Henry Cavill. Yeah, who Laura Croft. Really good in it. It's it is actually a film of. Well, I wasn't really that bothered about the sexual attractiveness of every, every, anyone in it because I used to love sure. the TV series. The first time he has ever said that. Okay. Yeah, it is literally the only time I've ever said that. Maybe figuratively? No, probably literally. Usually there's a sexual component in this, but it is... <laughs> Usually um... I'm the sexual component. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Emma loved it. Um, it was, it's good fun. And yeah, Henry Cavill, A, is a very good looking boy in it. So yeah, he he pulls it off. But it is his audition to be the next Bond. It's like, you know, Layer Cake was at one point Daniel Craig's kind of Bond-esque type Mm. audition thing. Because he has that moment where he's prancing around with the gun. Cavill in this is is good it's a good fun film you know there's not silly cgi there's not really any silly gadgets in it there are some really comic good comic moments uh, and there are some sequences which are really hilarious and there is a nice 
character development. Oh, it's just good fun. I really highly recommend it. I think it kind of feels like it's the first. You know what? It's Guy Ritchie doing a good film again. And you're like, Guy Ritchie, well done. You haven't done a good film possibly for a while. But this one is some nice cinematography. It's nicely put together. It's just good fun. Is it like six years I highly recommend it. It's quite, it was out quite a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was four years ago, I think. No, three years ago. Maybe two years ago. They must have decided who the next Bond's going to be. They can't announce it yet. Honestly, you could, you really could put Cavill because his character is very, he, he kind of reminds you of Sean Connery, Mm. but with the same dry, he's got the kind of muscular uh, action style and suaveness of Connery, but with the amusing bits of uh, Moore. So pretty well, you know, you're yeah. who you want as Bond. I think he would be pretty good. It'd just be nice to see someone who's not a white dude doing it. Uh, my issue with, it would be. With, with Cavill doing it will be that I think his, um, his stint as Superman has really fucked our future possible career prospects as well. It's I I think the whole Superman mustache thing is is really going to hang over his head for a while. So ridiculous! It's so silly. <laughs> it's insane. What does he have the mustache for? It's something quite cool. He's a it? bad guy in Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible. Film. That's it. Yeah, with like a seventies porn star. Yeah. So yeah, those are some films I um, really really love, but absolutely shouldn't. Yeah, they're terrible <laughs> films. <laughs> they're really good. They're so enjoyable. No. What, the Mission Impossibles? I love them. them. Yeah, me too. But they are bad films. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to go to the cinema to watch another Mission Impossible. I will wait until they're on Netflix or on their TV, and then I'll sort of slowly catch up. Because, I don't know, Mission Impossible Fallout? Not totally sure. What's the um, Philip Seymour Hoffman one? That's the second one. Your girlfriend. I'm going to find her. And I'm going to kill her. Brilliant. Um, I've, on YouTube I've been watching quite so obviously my I do quite like watching film trailers because um, I rarely get to go to the cinema so the film trailers always is just a bit of a teaser but there's always these fan made ones which are really annoying but then I started going down the route of watching people's fan Star Wars made films or animations and there are some really good ones out there there are some pants ones but there are some really <laughs> interesting ones that you go actually that's quite nice where they do sometimes bring in a jedi but some of the some of the animation ones are so so good um i mean the the one that i quite i shouldn't watch again but i think he's his name is otako 83 and he just he has some really good animation of a whole imperial fleet taking out whole rebel fleet and it's it's pretty smart so um i, I kind of watched that and that's of course i've been reading my various web comics <laughs> my various web comics <laughs> so i go through hey look isn't this what this whole podcast is about that nerdy stuff yeah so um yeah stay uh stand still stay silent still going strong mm-hmm. folklore comes back on on june the 4th uh I found another cool one called Ley Lines, and that is interesting, and I highly recommend it. Sounds weird. Um, it's I don't think it's based on this world, but it 
um, it might be on Earth, kind of. Um, oh, how to explain it? it? I can't explain it. You just have to read it. It is about um, um, a world where there's now only seems to be one religion and one god, but some people still report. Hello? Yeah, we're here. We're We're listening to you. you. All right. Sorry, I thought it just went suddenly weird there. Uh, Yeah, it's just it's it's just a bit weird. Um, Folklore doesn't come back, and I really want. I know folklore is back. Vanguard isn't back. Folklore is still so really it's it is frustrating when it's just a week at a time but october 20th uh october20.com and folklore are two comics just highly highly recommend i love folklore just because they've got some really good short stories on there and it's just the premise of coming up with a solution to the superhero problem um or metahuman type problem and it goes horribly wrong, and that's how you get these folklore-style monsters. Mm. And it's still early days in it, but it is quite, uh, quite gripping. Cool. So I, I recommend that one. Um, yeah, that's my. Uh, I've already mentioned the podcast, uh, but I, I really enjoy my um, in our time podcast because uh, a nice <laughs> bit of history or philosophy or. Something like that. It's, it, it's always a bit good. It's like when I went through before Chris Carroll, there was the History of Rome podcast that I I, I was just mm-hmm. busting through, thanks to uh, <laughs> binge watching Spartacus, Blood and Sand, <laughs> and I'm wanting to see is any of this accurate, and then finding out some of it actually was yeah. reasonably accurate. It's just Julius Caesar. What happens in Spartacus probably didn't happen to Julius Caesar. Let's just leave that there. <laughs> History of the World in a Hundred Objects was really good. Oh, yes. Oh, you can still get them on the BBC website. Yeah. That is really, really good. Yeah, sounds good. And they're quite like twenty minutes each, but obviously oh. there is a hundred of them. Yeah, easy. Um, Child's play. Bang now in an I, afternoon. Our fake history is quite. I know it's done by a Canadian, mm. but it is. It's quite interesting. It's sometimes really even though random bits Canadian. of history. even by a Canadian. Well, it, yeah. Well, he. I mean, it's funny listening to a Canadian do European history, like about the the siege of Vienna or Robin Hood, and he does. I was like, oh, I never knew that. You know, you think Robin Hood? That's one of our cultural heroes. Myth. He's a myth. You're not a myth. You're a mess. Anyway, um, <laughs> I know, Duncan. All I know is I live in a world where Australia is in the Eurovision Song Contest. So. <laughs> oh, oh I anything. did watch that. Did you watch I, Eurovision? It was quite oh good. yes, we caught it. up with it. Oh, it's pretty good. I loved it. Hungary, Hungary, their live performance was no good, but my god, is that actually quite a good metal song? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and I am in love with Estonia. I mean, the the singer, she's beautiful, but the voice is wonderful. I'm in love with the fairy tale. God, that was an awful song. That was right. a terrible song. But he it's was the only one. That... He was back. Really? Yeah, representing Norway again. He's the only one, there's the only song that sticks Alex in my head. Ryback, something like that. But yeah. His, his you mean the year. cook from Under Siege? Yes. Yeah, sure. Uh, his song this year was fucking awful. Okay. It was really bad. Yep. I mean, I got. I I've, didn't mind the winner. I've got some news here, but. Go for it. 
Shall we, we, how, we long, how long have we been prattling on for? Hour and five minutes so okay. far. Five minutes for news tops. Five minutes, okay. PlayStation Plus is doing well. Okay. Okay. Uh, Nintendo have filed uh, an N64 patent. Oh, for the mini N64. Potentially, that's what everyone thinks it's going to be, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. What's, All they need to do is release it and bring out well. GoldenEye. Yeah, and then so, so what, I was happy. about to say, what game would you want on a N- mini N- N64? Well, clearly GoldenEye, but yeah. I've got it on a perfectly good emulator anyway, so I'm not going to buy one. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I, 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 yeah. Goldeneye wasn't on that rare remaster thing, was it? No. Was that because Nintendo had retained some? Must have done. Yeah. I probably won't buy one to get Goldeneye. To play with a proper N64 banana controller. Yeah. Yeah. A Rogue Squadron was pretty good. Yeah. That and um, N64 absolute must-haves. Goldeneye. Yeah. um, Chirok Two. Yep. Which is getting a remaster anyway. Episode one, Pod Racer. Yeah. Oh my god, definitely. Yeah. Um, Diddy Kong Racing. It was better than Mario Kart. Something else has been Mario Kart, but we'll get to that in a minute. Actually, Diddy Kong Racing wasn't on the rare remaster. Was no, it? no, because that's definitely that's Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the Banjo Kazooies. Yeah. They're really good. Basically, I think rare. But they are on the rare. Yeah. Yeah. And Blast Core. which is on the rare replay yeah. collection. Yeah. Um, that's so much fun. Jake Gyllenhaal uh, in talks to play a Mysterio in the next Spider-Man film. Yeah, what's Mysterio's bag? Is he like a wizardy ship? Person? Yeah, kind of. I think he's a special effects master, he starts as. So. That's it. That, I mean, yeah. that sounds like a very lame comic book villain origin story. That you know they're going to nail in the, in the film. Yeah, they'll probably make it amazing. Yeah. Um, Flash movie looks like it might actually happen. Hooray. Batwoman to star in Arrow, which I'm very excited about, which means I might actually oh, I have to start watching Arrow. Batwoman's one of my favourite superheroes. She's amazing. Is Bat, are they, is there a Batwoman thing at the moment, or are they just bring her into this? Yeah, there's like a Bat... I mean, Batwoman's in the comics, and also... No, like Bat, on, on TV? No, nothing, no. Because what's the... Like, is the Arrow universe part of the DCEU? No, because it's good. Yeah. So, like, the all the Arrow stuff's actually quite watchable. But it's not... It's, so it's not like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the MCU? No. It's separate to the film. Well, I thought yeah. The Flash did feature in the Arrow. Yeah, okay, the Flash TV series features in the Arrow. That's a different Flash, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, from the one in the film, yeah. So Ezra Arrow. Miller plays the Flash in the film and Grant Gustin plays the Flash mm-hmm. on TV. It sounds like the, the TV people have got a good thing going on. Yeah, Chris, stay far away from those Chris Belanti is just kind of nailing this. He does um, Riverdale as well, for that matter. Excellent. Um, so <laughs> is that the third Riverdale yeah. reference? But Batwoman being in it, on this means that she might get her own TV series. The best thing I've seen recently they did with Batwoman is... You've seen all these DC bombshell stuff where they've changed like, their origin stories and stuff. and They're, they're meant, They look like uh, 1940s posters mm. they're really really cool uh the batwoman one she's called batwoman because she plays baseball nice which is awesome it's such a cool little twist uh the other thing about batwoman is she's got very little to do with batman she doesn't really like him very much why why did she choose batwoman as her name i honestly can't remember mm-hmm. but they're they're both in gotham as well okay uh lando spin-off rumors the okay. film they should have made in the first place this is People getting overexcited and misquoting yeah. Kathleen Kennedy. Isn't yeah, it? but I mean, we're all up for it, and it's probably going to happen. But to say the same thing again and again and again, yeah. I really wish they'd get away from 
all the original stuff. We'll talk about that on Sunday, I reckon. Yeah. Um, if, if I know I'm not going to gonna be able to yeah. make the next one, but the one I would quite like is uh, a film. Uh, they've done the film between uh, just before New Hope. I want to see what happens during the collapse of the Empire after mm. uh, Return of the Jedi. Just how like different governors or like a strong leader. Because I know uh, yeah, this all, does all sound like I'm going down like, the books. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, gr- all like those books grand- about that stuff. Just go. There's thousands of years to cover. Go and do something different. Yeah, we love or the universe. Then mm, yeah. like get Naomi Sun uh, in the comics. There was uh, Naomi Sunrider. Um, that would be pretty cool. Most like, of the Star Wars was- comics and extended universe stuff is frankly shit. For, oh, I quite like that. Adapting into mm. into a into a movie they they just wrap they, they just had the problem of oh there's another more powerful thing oh i've defeated it oh there's something even more powerful and they're super force invincible it just got so ridiculous what yeah. the the yuzong vong weird aliens the, the point is they've set up a, a wonderful universe do some interesting things yeah with it. there's only been films set in a tiny 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 portion of it so far yeah you know, you'd like to see something set in the Old Republic. Yeah. When, that's you know, what I was like, talking about. Yeah. But, 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 but you're talking about the collapse of the Empire. Of the... Yeah. That's like thousands of years later. So the other talks, uh, talk of the town is Obi-Wan Kenobi, which was confirmed last week on the pod, so I don't mind why it's a, it's a rumour. Again, yeah, this is probably people getting a bit overstyled, but I, oh, of course I'd go and watch it. They, they, they are in talks with directors for this one. If it's not McGregor, then we're going to have a problem. It has to be McGregor, doesn't it? Because it's going to be set in the uh, space between... Yeah, in his Tatooine yeah. gap year. Revenge of the... Gap year. Gap year. Uh, gap year. In between Revenge Just of the Sith and hanging around in bars trying to chat up women half his age. <laughs> Playing acoustic guitar. Yeah. <laughs> um, new, oh, um, Amazon in talks to pick up the Expanse Series 4. Which I've already mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Sonic Racer on the horizon, apparently. Oh, it'll be awful. The last ones are really good. There's no Diddy Kong Racing. I was going to say they're better than um, Mario Kart. Yeah, everything's better than Mario Kart. I agree. None of them are as good as Muppet Race Mania. So there we go. <laughs> um, Lego Movie gets a subtitle. It's called The Second Part, I think. Nice. Yeah, which is fine. It's been a long time in the works now. Resi 7 gets a special cloud edition on the uh, Switch because it can't run it. So how does this cloud edition work? Is it's it a, streaming? Yeah. So it's constantly got to be hooked up to the internet to play it. What What is streaming? Are, like the, are you basically receiving the video of the game over the internet? It feels that way, yeah. That's, I don't know. I mean, that's not easy to... Nobody's quite got that yet. No. The whole Netflix for games thing. It's the way everything's going. But yeah. Like there's that whole on live thing a few years ago, but God, that was bobbins. It's turned out to be a lot harder than people thought. Yeah, because no one's internet connection is as good as they think it is. Something like Resi Seven would be a good game for it, where yeah. it's single player and it's not like Twitch reflexes. No. But at the same time, it could really be ruined by um, by like a, a, a glitch. Mm. So I don't know. Let's look into that. So doing that. Uh, Godzilla. I don't even know that the, the switch went on the internet. No, I know. Right. Who knows if it does? You probably have to buy like a Pikachu shaped Wi Fi <laughs> antenna to go on it. 
Um, Godzilla Cinematic Universe to be set up by 2020, apparently. What an awful idea. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Talk to Universe about how their Dark Universe thing ends up. Yeah. Um, job listing suggests that Warner Brothers Montreal is making another Batman game. Wow. That's exciting news. I'm excited by that. So shove it up your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Billy Lord to return in American Horror Story. <laughs> just, I don't understand anything you've just said. Uh, okay, I like Billy Lord is um, Carrie Fisher's daughter. And she was in the last series of American Horror Story. And she was in The Last Jedi. And she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, Expanse Banner. I've mentioned that one already. There we go. News! News! New, 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 news! We haven't done that in a while. Good point. That's that then, right? Anything, anyone got anything to add before we move on? Yeah. Valve threatens popular erotic games on Steam with takedown warnings. Apparently, some of these games, I don't really know what they are. Um, so I don't know what we're talking about here. I just saw it was to do with erotic games, so <laughs> I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, apparently, they're just a bit too raunchy for Steam. That's yeah. about it. They're a bit too steamy for Steam. Wee. There you go. Strange world, the whole erotic games thing. What? So, the one I kind of want to play is Doki Doki Literature <laughs> which oh, That's not really an erotic yeah, game. No. It sort of has the trappings of one, but it's actually a weird yeah, murder mystery thing. Exactly, yeah. That gets apparently really scary towards the end. Yeah. So I, I want to give that a go at some point. But apart from that, yeah, no, I'm not bothered about erotic games. Mm. Got Pornhub, although... It's I'm one bit... that sounds quite funny called Dream Husband. No, I want... <laughs> that's really good. The... um. Jackie Zabrowski, sister of Henry Zabrowski from last podcast on the left, mm-hmm. uh, and she does page seven and the Riverdale Roundup, which is the whole reason I started watching Riverdale in the first place. Um, four mentions. And um, she does, um, yeah, the Dream Daddy thing. Dream where, Daddy, that's yeah, it, yeah. Where she, she goes, uh, she, she Twitch streams her trying to pick up daddies. Yeah. On, uh, Again, it's, it's yeah. not an erotic game. It just has that slight look that like those dating sim type things have. Yeah. But um, yeah, apparently it's really good. I've heard that. Really entertaining, very funny. Yeah. And uh, not really an erotic game. Catherine, just you get naked in it a bit. That's mm-hmm. about it. But Catherine's an amazing game if you get a chance to play that. Uh, none, none of these are the sort of thing that's deep, like, they're, they're just weird. Per- yeah, they're, they're talking things. about actual like full penny kind of <laughs> games. Yeah, so. which is a strange world. Yeah, they're, they're talking about games where the goal is to get off with people. I just like just use porn. Yeah. Because it's not polygons. Yeah, although I'm a bit concerned John Ronson's gonna put me off Pornhub, not that's the site that I've ever it's not, heard of. It's not really about porn. Okay. It's about the people. <laughs> it's not that it, makes it it's, worse. It is not it's not a sort of a titillating, salacious thing. No. It, actually most of the people he speaks to, they just sound really nice. I like my porn ethically sourced, please mm. there, Russ. So yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it's, it's, it's just so interesting. Yeah, you, I get it. I've yeah. never thought about like the the consequences. So, like, there's this office building in Montreal, mm. which is Pornhub's headquarters. Most of the people in there have never been on a porn set, mm. but that's where all the money is going in the industry these days. It's absolutely turned the whole thing on its head. The um, in um... He's, the the guy that set up Pornhub is like ridiculous rich mm. insanely rich the uh in silicon valley they go to a porn convention because they're trying to sell their uh 
their algorithm or whatever it mm. is for this. And porn seems to be the logical place to go for it because porn is generally quite far ahead yeah. in terms of uh, technology on the internet. It, it is, but yeah. no, like, so like something like the AVN Awards is not where you would go for that these days. You would go to a, an office building in Canada. Yeah. Um, like that whole world is 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 dying. It's crazy. Mm. It's absolutely crazy. I'll have to. Um, I'll give that a listen. It sounds really interesting. That's it. I think. Hooray! Back in a week or so with um our Star Wars. So should we? I I know you hate doing this, but we're going to do it now. Should we run down in order the Star Wars films? No, worst to best. No, no, not right now. We'll do it next week. But we'll do it next week, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, next week. Right. Okay. Cool. God's sake. Uh, in the meantime, second part of theatrical uh, pod, theatrical cut pod will be up. TCP. TTP. TCP. It'll be TMTOOHTTP. Isn't TCP what you put on yourself if you cut yourself? Yes, it is. Yeah. So TMTOOHTTP. Witch hazel. Yeah. Witch hazel. All right. TCP. Try tetrachlorophenol. That's the bunny. Learn something new. That's not very interesting. Every day. Um, Shut your face, McGloogly. So, yeah. So, you can listen to them, the second part of... Well, listen, firstly, listen to the first part of their, their TV characters rundown. It's very good. And then listen to the second part. That's also very good. Uh, you already listened to this, so that's fine. If you like American football, listen to the Gridiron Gentleman podcast. If you don't, don't listen to it. Um, and, yeah, we'll be back with uh, Tom back in the room next mm-hmm. Sunday to run down the Star Wars films. Very exciting. Hooray. Yay. Hooray. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can contact us on Instagram on TMTOH, on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash TMTOH, or on Twitter, which is just at 2MTOH. Going to try and get the website up and running next month. That's my goal. Stop Stop giving people specifics because then it doesn't matter if you don't do it. <laughs> Straight true. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Mushroom, mushroom. <laughs> I mean, we'll just take this out, right? Oh, she's a snake. Oh, it's a snake. Oh, just leaving it on. Yeah, you know, like Adam Buxton has that like and subscribe thing that goes on for like two huh? minutes at the end of his podcast. That was fun, wasn't it, Dougie? He looked off his tits in that one. Let's just, yeah. Duncan, are you also playing it at your end? What? She's playing it. I was just dropped it down. So. <laughs> okay, that, that oh my God, coming out so of everything. <laughs>